Hello and welcome to True North EV. My name is James and uh, today we are doing something different. There's some changes going on at True North EV that I'd like to keep you guys up to date with. Uh, so True North EV is branching out from just being a podcast to we are now a group uh, located here in Manitoba. We actually had our first meet, uh, what is that, about two weeks ago now? So we actually met up at Selkirk Canadian Tire. They got a flow charger going in. I believe it should be getting set up any any day now. And so I was there actually with a couple of guys, uh, Bill and Ian, who I was able to chat with. It wasn't a super long chat. Uh, I was having a lot of issues that day. It was the first kind of cold day. Hands are getting used to the cold. It's, they've been frostbitten a few times, so getting used to that cold again. So uh, trying to hold the mic, the recorder. Uh, I kept actually turning the recorder off. So the, the recording you guys are going to hear is actually after, oh, it's probably five or six times trying to do that. And uh, so bear with me with that. <laughs> and yeah it's it was a great time chatting with those guys and uh hope you guys enjoy hopefully there will be more um meetups that we can do and if you guys are located in manitoba and want to be a part of true north ev uh branching out uh so true north ev's main purpose is going to be to provide that physical information uh, the guys in the group are like super knowledgeable super uh technical i guess would be the better term they they've actually measured their voltage and all that stuff uh so way smarter than me um but so they can answer any of those super technical questions that you may have uh, and if you are just curious about about what kind of EV that you might like we're here to try to help answer any questions uh, possibly depending on which EV you're looking at possibly bring you one or bring you two one and let you see it in person um, I know especially with Tesla we here in Manitoba we don't have a sales location uh, we do have a service location but uh, so while that's going on maybe we can help you out right because uh, you know not everybody needs a tesla not everybody needs a kona right so main focus is to get you into an ev that is right for you right for your situation and that you won't regret later hopefully and then i guess to add to that I am going to be working on the podcast still. I know it's kind of been off and on on hiatus. Um, that's mostly due to mental health issues that I'm working through uh, right now with regards to work and all that. Hopefully that situation gets better. <laughs> and so what we're going to be doing is working on the podcast. I usually have every other Monday off usually um so it's gonna be probably on a monday we're gonna be shooting to uh 
record and send it out. Uh, if you don't see it, it may be because I don't have that Monday off. So I believe I have about 20 a year. Um, so we're going to do that just because then it's quiet. Although right now you may be hearing my furnace going, maybe a cat. It's quieter than normal, but I'm also recording this at 5 in the morning. So uh, if you guys have any questions, concerns, want to think about joining up with True North EV, uh, feel free to reach out. I'll leave all that info at the end of this. Uh, so hope you guys enjoy and uh, thanks for sticking with me. Hello and welcome to True North EV. I am here with Bill and Ian, both Tesla owners, one Model 3, Bill, and Model S, Ian. So, we're going to multitask here. We're going to take turns. It's like kindergarten all over again. <laughs> uh, what was the first electric vehicle you wanted and why? Let's start with Ian. A Tesla, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, just because they're cool. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, actually, I think mine was the same. Model S came out in 2012. And just needed the speed. And Silence. Money. Well... I was young. Yeah. I, I had no money. It was kind of like the dream of owning a Lamborghini. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Bill, what was your first electric vehicle you wanted and why? My model, model S for, for sure is attractive. I just could never afford one. So we got a Leaf. <laughs> what kind of range are you getting in with your Model S 75? Last time I charged it to 100 was 336 kilometers. So that would be in summer-ish heat then? Summer-ish heat. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Bill? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I set it to show me percentage of battery, not uh, Same here. Not okay. range. Um, it, it tells me I'm, I'm, I can go over 500k in the summer, just based on the current consumption. See, <laughs> see where us cone owners don't get the fancy choice of the percentage. I had to buy the EVOBD too in order to get that. Got to pay more money for that, but I do. If anybody is curious, so EVOBD too, go get one. It's fantastic. And uh, why did you choose your EV? Uh, mostly for space to carry the wife, the kid, and two dogs and everything else. Actually, yeah, because your Model S is, I think, twice as much cargo room as my Kona. So that's the sad part. There's a reason it's a compact SUV. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill, why did you choose your Model 3? For the range. Okay. Long distance travel. And then why did you choose your Nissan Leaf? Because it was the first EV that could travel from our house into Winnipeg and return without having to charge. At the beginning. <laughs> uh, and why did you want an electric car there, Ian? Uh, I don't like paying for gas, but also the environmental factors, and they go fast. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> Was the environmental factors initially the reason? No. No? No. Okay. That's because of my wife. I was going to say, that's the story we tell her. <laughs> and Bill? Well, for, for me, it was mainly the environmental. That's, that was the original reason for getting into it. I had the 
I had a 2001 Honda Civic Insight, and then we had a 2012 Civic Hybrid. Um, I haven't owned a V8 engine car since the 1970s. I uh, just always appreciated getting really good fuel economy, and you can't do better than electric. Okay. Where I was the one that always wanted the Chevette with the V8 with the quietest exhaust. Quiet yeah. exhaust. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get in trouble from the cops yeah, then. <laughs> uh, and what vehicle did you have before your Model S, Ian? Uh, 2008 Toyota Prius. So, still on the environmental side, at least you had that little switch over yeah. where, see, where I went sort of from a caliber. Well, caliber wrote that off, then insight that I shared with the wife to this. So, <laughs> and Bill, I guess. The, the Nissan Leaf. Yeah. And before the Nissan Leaf, it was the Insight? C C Civic Hybrid. Oh, Civic Hybrid. Okay. Our, our fancy uh, Insight got written off. <laughs> <laughs> and what changes have you felt that you had to make with going from a gas to an electric? Nothing. No. Nothing. Just got to remember to plug it in. But you plug it in anyways in the winter. So. <laughs> True. In the winter, it's a lot easier going electric. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And any changes you had to make, Bill? Uh, no, no. We put a charger in the in the garage. That was, that's the only difference. Uh, get home, you plug the car in, you plug your phone in, you watch TV. Car charges, the phone charges, and the next day you're ready to go again. And of course, you always get the little comments from everybody. The peanut gallery is: Has your electric bill then shot up high with your Teslas? Haven't seen a thing. We have electric heat in our house. Uh, I don't even notice the extra electric for the car. The extra $10 a month is ma meaningless in the overall scheme of things. Well, it might be as much as 30 a month. But oh. when you're paying over 600 an extra $30 is, is, yeah. is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and what is your longest trip you've taken so far in your EV? I've gone to the White Shell. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, what, we go about 250-ish kilometers? About that. Yeah. yeah. And, when, and it said I had more than enough juice to come home on the same trip, so. I don't get those perks. <laughs> I might. Uh, I'm not sketchy enough to pull it off. <laughs> and Bill? Well, we went down to Niagara on the lake last summer. That nice. was great. Supercharging all the way. When you say last summer, I was thinking last year, but no. that's right. We're summer, now summer in winter. <laughs> <laughs> and how how did you find that going from Manitoba to Ontario? Was it really easy with the electric? Oh, Any it's, struggles? It's uh, it's the best way to travel because you, you drive for two, two and a half hours, you stop and plug in for 20 minutes, you go for coffee and find a bathroom and then you get back in the car, you go for another two or two and a half hours. It's very relaxing. And yeah, and if anybody has listened to previous podcast episodes about my Alberta trip, you find it might take longer than electric, but you're actually a lot happier in the end. Happier family also. The wife doesn't yell at you as much. <laughs> and uh, what is the worst feature about your electric vehicle? We'll start with the Model S. Worst feature. The door opening could be a little bigger. 
I'm kind of tall and, and large. <laughs> That's probably it. Okay, so so we're gonna get uh, in into uh, SUV. <laughs> and for the Model Three, well, my only complaint is the the frameless windows on the doors require a good slam to close. And yep. I'm I'm not used to having a car that you have to slam the doors. I like it if it's just closed with a nice little quiet clunk. See, and you park in a garage, so you didn't have all the freezing snow that we had, but Ian did. So how did you find it with the freezing snow and all that? Any no, issues with the windows? No problems. No? No. But <laughs> question to Bill. On the Model 3, do the windows drop a little bit when you open the door? Yep. Just like the S. <laughs> See, I don't have any problems closing the door. I'm curious. Interesting. Guys, this isn't a question and answer period towards oh, each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking over. What is now the best feature of your Model S? Oh, it has to be jumping in and going at 30 below. Everybody else is sitting there warming their cars up. <laughs> you get the nice toasty seats to sit in. Yep. And on the Model 3? Just the instant response to the go pedal. The fun pedal is alive and well in the Teslas. And what's the worst part about having an EV in the winter? There's a worst part? My, see, where I have a front-wheel drive Kona, it, it, it already sort of got stuck once. We got out quickly, but... It's a rear-wheel drive. I couldn't get out of the back alley a couple of days ago, but that's because the snow was up to my axles, so <laughs> nobody was getting out. <laughs> but I haven't had seen any problems. No. And any... No troubles at all? No. And what... I know you both have Teslas, but you have had both had service done on your vehicles, sort of. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what has your experience been with the we'll call it dealership but I guess service with Tesla's here in Winnipeg it's been fantastic I just wish it was closer to home it's on the other side of the city for me so do you actually have to take your vehicle to them then for service the last thing I did was I did have to take it but it was uh, end of warranty uh, check so they had to put on the hoist and everything but they've come to my place and done stuff in my parking lot so they'll actually go over your vehicle at the end of warranty and actually tell you if there's any actual warrantable items yeah they replace a whole bunch of the front end stuff on it under warranty which is cool. have fun have fun with uh, any other dealership actually going okay yeah we'll replace that and then that no they'll ignore it until it's out of warranty and here let's replace it and how has your experience been bill Oh, fantastic. The, I got an email saying that there was a TSB for the upper ball joints on the Model 3 where they weren't sealed properly from the factory. So uh, Jeremy came out and uh, worked in our, our workshop and did the proper sealing that, that had to be done. And, and about six months later, I started getting a, a fault on the uh, driver's side restraint system. And I sent the error code in and Jeremy came out with a new wiring harness for the driver's seat and again you know, did every, all the work at our place no no issues zero costs so for those that don't also know a TSB is a technical technical service bulletin um, and with all these other parts and they came out already with the part in hand where multiple times it would be multiple visits to a dealership 
for them to first diagnose and then maybe come out with the part where they actually know what they need and ordered it beforehand so they have it with them. And the cool thing with that error code that I got, <clears throat> the the car flashed up the error code, said what the problem was. Of course, the error code didn't mean anything to me. I pulled out my phone to, to book an appointment. My phone already had the error code in it. The car had told the, my phone app what the error was, and I just hit, please send service guy. <laughs> and out he came. Say where? Normally that's one visit to actually tell you what the service code is, then another visit to get the part in, and uh, the beauty of cars actually talking to the, call it mothership. <laughs> and... Have you been able to convert anybody to an EV since you've, although you've, well, are you less than a year, right? Less than a year, yes. Yeah. Well, less than a year, but I've had two people at work asking lots of questions, so. <laughs> and you work in the auto industry? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. mostly autos. Mostly right? autos, Ra yeah. radiator, heating, yeah. cooling, yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah, so. two people have been very, very interested, lots of questions, so. So the auto industry people are switching over. <laughs> And you've been in this scene way longer than us, so I'm sure you've converted a few. I would, I'm just trying to guess here, at least half a dozen people. Um, I, I still haven't had to pay for supercharging because of all the <laughs> free miles I got from, from Tesla for people using our referral nice. code. Wow, impressive. <laughs> and that's with going to Niagara Falls and back. I can still go to the West Coast and back. <laughs> uh, it's nice to save at least a couple hundred bucks each time, but it's still, it's it's nice to have the little freebies. And actually, your Model S is old enough that you have free charging no, or? I have to pay. I have to pay for supercharger. Yeah. Is it because you're the second owner or whatever? I or? have no idea. It's, that's how it came. Yeah. yeah. I believe it travels with the car. So yeah. if the car originally had free supercharging, it would still have free supercharging, even the second owner. Okay. But the one time I charged, it cost me four bucks. So, so I was breaking the bank. It yeah, was a little. I, I, it was I, a struggle. I, I, no stopping <laughs> coffee for me. <laughs> Is there any interesting stories that you've had in your experiences with electric vehicles? It's it's quiet. Uh, it's smooth. It goes like snot. Uh, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I followed two women in a parking lot for about a hundred feet because they didn't know I was behind them. <laughs> Actually, I've noticed that more recently is most people just have no clue that I'm there and, and mine even makes noise and I think yours, Bill, yours is new enough that it makes noise or yours doesn't make noise? No noise. I didn't so. want to honk and scare these women so I just followed behind them at a walking pace. <laughs> and your S would not make noise either, correct? No. Right? No, okay. Silent. So I'm the only one making noise here. Yeah. My little spaceship noises. Well, it, guys, my hands are cold. So I'm going to wrap this up here. Thanks for coming out. Uh, for those that don't know, we're actually at the Selkirk Canadian Tire. We're, we're Canadian Tires here in Manitoba. They're all coming up with chargers. Selkirk's charger. It's a flow charger. Canadian Tire, I think, has partnered with, I think they're all flow chargers. But, uh, yeah, the charger is up and going in the next week or so. So that should put it at about end of November, we'll call it. Hopefully, 
most of them are turned on by then. So, uh, yeah, if you guys need to charge out in the country, go check out a Canadian Tire near you. And, yeah. I want to thank again Bill and Ian uh, for taking the time. We spent three hours out there. Uh, it was great catching up with them. So we did do it nice and safe. We did outside. Uh, definitely room for improvement for next time. Uh, we're just figuring out where our next one is. Uh, see if there's one before January. I know uh, we have one tentatively set up maybe for January. I'm hoping to have a new battery by then. I still have not heard anything more about it. I also do have winter tires that are coming um, which once they arrive then I could actually uh, tell you guys a little more about those. Um, but if you guys do have any questions, concerns, thoughts, whatever, um, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at EV underscore North, Facebook at True North EV. You can message me on Anchor if you guys are listening to me on that at uh, True North EV. And that way you can even leave me a voice message if you would like. Um, again, go check out out kilowatt and ev resources those guys are way more knowledgeable kilowatt has actually just did a lucid uh quarter financial call deal and it's it's awesome to see somebody put in that work and actually do those stuff i i enjoy listening to them to actually listen to them pull out all that info although lucid call apparently wasn't a whole lot of info but to actually do all that work that's awesome um, so I would highly recommend you guys go check those guys out and uh, yeah thanks for listening and have yourselves a great couple of weeks